Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Welcome to the 52nd episode of the Gen Divide podcast, where today we're talking all about Giannis and the Bucks in the NBA championship. Whoop, whoop. Hmm. What do you think, Grace? No? No, I don't know if I... I didn't Dak prep Prescott for that. talk? So, okay. No. Well, it's episode 52. I am Scott, one of your hosts. I am Grace, your other host. And we are joined as we... Derek's batting <laughs> average on the, on, the, on, the, on the podcast is increasing greatly. Did you know? Do you want stats? I think he's been on like eight of the last nine. Do you want stats? I had him written yes. down and I... I Brought my Basically, show notes now is what we should just this say. This is my fifteenth appearance. Fifteenth appearance, and I started with episode nine, but I've been on quite the heater since episode forty-one. Yes, <laughs> we've almost turned into yeah. a movie review podcast. I would um, say it's true. The question that I have is, since I'm a narcissist, uh, that I've admitted this on the podcast. Uh, since there was a slump there for a while in terms of doing episodes, do you guys feel that I'm the one that saved the podcast? <laughs> um, you should get bit. some percentage of the credit for sure. Definitely. When you guys like, were talking last night 97. on last night's podcast, when yeah. y'all were talking about the different ones and she was giving the uh, percentages, I was like... Yeah, I'm such a podcast bully. I'm like, when are we doing the next one? <laughs> Grace is in her head going, oh, please make it stop. 40%? Please make it stop. It's like really low. Like, I thought they were all too low. Grace, they're going to take their faces off and they're going to point pistols at each other yes. the whole time. She's like, 5%. <laughs> oh, well, we're continuing along that same line tonight because Face Off was Derek's uh, guilty pleasure movie. Really unbeatable might be the pinnacle of all guilty pleasure movies. We should have made Derek go last if we would have known he was bringing that heat. Yeah, definitely. So last, uh, at the end of that one, we played a little game where I gave some choices. And Grace chose, just strictly based off of the IMDb like two-sentence tagline about Weekend at Bernie's, she chose Weekend at Bernie's over pure country and weird science. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm really glad you did. I think this was a win, um, even yeah, though... Pure uh, Country seems like it would have been terrible. I don't know. What do you think, Derek? Pure Country would have been pure torture for <laughs> you her. Think so? Oh, no doubt. I'm really curious now to hear, you know, not only what you guys really thought of this movie, Weekend at Bernie's, but I was kind of like, I, it crossed my mind last night was uh, I, I, I feel like... Certain movies like this from our youth, Derek, I romanticize them in my head as to how good they were. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and that's just normal. And I mm. wonder how much am I blowing weird science out of... I don't know, but this <laughs> You know one, what I mean? Because I remember really loving it and like laughing all the time as a little kid watching Well, I that. know, like, I haven't seen weird science all that much, but like... Weekend at Bernie's, we watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. So there was, that was, that feel, that that movie definitely fit into that mold of 
uh, romanticizing because I got to watch this movie twice and I had wildly different opinions both times that I yes. watched it. <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited to talk about it. I can see Grace. She's just... Yep. She's, uh, I can't wait. She's uh, so into character. She's got Dylan over there pretending that she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie came out in 1989, stars Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman. Uh, very Ma- typical faces of the 80s. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Andrew McCarthy, big 80s actor. Yeah. And uh, as was Silverman. And, and really, they played the roles that, that were just perfectly for them. You know oh, what I sure. mean? I think those guys played those same two guys. They, like Silverman was always the uptight, OCD kind of guy, oh, yeah. right? Well, they wanted McCarthy to be. They at, they approached him with the movie for him to be the lead. Okay. They wanted him to be the lead, and he was like, "I don't want to be the straight guy. I want to be Larry. I want to be on, the so silly." So the straight guys considered the lead. It's not like they're both leads in this. Uh, I guess technically, but I mean, does anybody come out of that movie going, God, Jonathan Silverman, powerhouse, (laughs) (laughs) amazing. Uh, I do want to lead it off real quick, too, with this has got, uh, and you tell me if you've looked, but do you know what the rating is on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, When I dialed it up on the Apple TV today, it told me, so I do know. Grace, do you know? No. Guess. Um... How how is how do their ratings go? It's zero to one hundred percent. Zero to one hundred. Okay, um, I'll say eighty. It holds a fifty four percent approval rating, and oh. I did want to read this too. Is uh, Derek? Are you familiar with the work of one Peter Travers of Rolling yes. Stone? Grace, you're probably not, but your no. generation doesn't look at. Magazine. Maybe you'll take a class on Peter y'all, Travers. Y'all don't, <laughs> y'all don't look at magazine. All right, uh, Peter Travers called the film tasteless and crude. And oh. felt that in the end, it was impossible to, quote, drag one tired-ass joke around for nearly two hours. He's not wrong. <laughs> like Bernie, the movie ends up dead on its feet, end quote. <laughs> what? Ebert's, uh, Roger Ebert's review is pretty much the same thing. It, yeah, yeah. That's, it says he echoed the sentiment. Yes. The, what were these guys watching? What movie were they watching? <laughs> exactly. The same, the same one we watched. What? <laughs> Through more mature movie uh, eyes, maybe, but it does feel uh, it does feel the definition of being a guilty pleasure. Oh yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt, no doubt. Because the first time I watched it, I was just like, I just had a real. <laughs> I was it was a real reaction to it. Like, oh my god, this is so dumb. And like, what what did I find funny at like eight or nine? And then I watched it last night, and for whatever reason, I was very charmed by yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh okay, I get it now. Yeah. But the movie really doesn't take off until like minute 40. Mm-hmm. And then, but like for the first 40 minutes, I'm wondering what we did as kids because it's, there's not like a whole lot going on. It's kind of a lame sex comedy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And which is kind of to that era. So I'm not quite sure. It had to be when he died. Like we just, the moment Bernie died, that's when we were like, this is the best movie I, ever. <laughs> Guys, have you seen Weekend of Bernie's? I think all of the body humor. With yes. him getting thrown it's off the deck, slapstick. getting yeah, yeah, it is, mm-hmm. and and I think as a uh, whatever thirteen year old at that time when this came out, that was just it's right funny. in my wheelhouse, I guess. But the bones of this movie are really dark. Yeah, <laughs> they're really dark. They it's two accountants that find a mistake on the ledger. The boss is stealing from uh, the company. 
They find the error. They think it's just an error that somebody's trying to defraud. They don't realize it's the boss. The boss decides to kill them because he's hooked up with mobsters. He takes them out to the Hamptons to basically set them up to be killed. And the mob boss decides instead to kill Bernie because Bernie's having an affair with his girlfriend. Bingo. It's very dark. And that was really... And we can do this now. Uh... I wanted to talk to you guys about, I think this is a great candidate for a modern-day remake and make it dark. Well, the And re- I think yeah. it stars Timothy Chalamet as one of the two okay. guys. Because he just got the dark movie face, I think, kind of. Question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think Timothy Timmy T. Chalamet Timmy can T. help lift a dead body? He can't. Well, no, There's no way no, he can. He's not that much smaller than McCarthy was. God, he can barely, uh, that kid can barely lift a taco so. from Taco Bell. He's 25 years old. Let's. Uh, he's got away like 130. I'm looking right now. He's I'm the guessing kid, he's the kid in gym that has trouble lifting the bar more than like three reps. Um, <laughs> Are you finding anything? Yeah, I found it. Let, let, all right, not to t- tangent too hard. How tall do you think he is? I think he's like five, five six. Grace, I'll take five seven. Five eleven and a half. They giving him the half. I won. I think he's wearing lifts. If and that's the measurement. how much do you think, how much do you no, think he weighs? He's super tall. I'll tell you this too. Underneath his physical statistics, his body build is athletic. Dark brown hair, green eyes, I don't know about that. weighing in at a whopping one sixty. Grace. Oh, um, one fifty. One fifty four. So y'all are right mm. on it. I think both of those are exaggerations. I think it's just gonna ma- <laughs> it's gonna come into play who Bernie is then. And maybe Bernie. Bernie would have to be like Danny DeVito or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> or you know who would be a really good dark Bernie is um, who was the funny little guy from Game of Thrones? Oh, Peter Dinklage. Yes, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. that be a great Bernie? I mean, he's got such a dark, yeah, scary side. He can dial it up too. Yeah, he would be he really would be good. good. Yeah. Now we fun. just got to figure out who the Chalamet cohort is. The guy with him. Yeah, but that that was that was one of the things I want to talk because I thought the same thing. I was like, man, I think this could be redone, and we're in this time now where a lot of this stuff from from that time is obviously being redone. Um, and I thought this would be a great candidate. What made me think about it was uh, what was the movie we were just talking about that has been recently redone? I don't know. It doesn't matter, but it does lend itself to a very dark. Uh, Style, well, the, and the, I think it could have a, a different ending that doesn't work out well. I read would a little a bit. Neater. I read a little bit about uh, Andrew McCarthy's book, and in there he wrote that the original script was pretty. Was it was a black comedy? It was a dark kind really? of black comedy, and it's not. Uh, the bones are there, but it's real broad. Like it's super slapstick. <laughs> after when Bernie dies, it all turns into slapstick. Yeah, and that lasts fifteen minutes. But in his book. He talked about when they got there to shoot at the beach, that the director just encouraged them to think outside the box and just be broad. So it was like, you want to dump... Like, they could do anything they wanted to. Like, it was his idea, for example, to do the string on Bernie's hand when they're playing Monopoly. (laughs) And uh, it was uh, their idea to, like, dump him off the... uh, porches and stuff like that mm-hmm. like all that was not in the script Bear, have the little kid burying him in the sand little kid burying him. <laughs> uh by the way uh another gen divide staple that's cole we sprouse have... the kid is <laughs> <laughs> cole sprouse. 
<laughs> we have another. We have another uh, profane, overcussing kid in a movie. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, He's great. <laughs> did he you... really chances it timing wise too, because they get really close to getting to him, and then he bails yeah. at the perfect uh-huh. moment. Well, I was wondering if anybody as a child um, had the audacity to go into a house, a stranger's house. With a gun with realistic shots. Yeah. Pretend to shoot the people, freak them out, and then flip them off and yes. run away. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that kid was great. He was Maybe he was the star. He may have been the star of he the He was thing. amazing. Grace, what did you think of it? At mm. what point, what were your initial thoughts? Because I agree, it does start really slow. Did you understand no. where it was going based off the tagline from the episode before? Like you kind of knew... Yeah. It was comedy. These yeah. two guys, this guy's probably going to die soon. <laughs> yes. I I kind of knew at least how the beginning part was going to go. <laughs> um I would say it's about like middle of the road as far as the movies that we've reviewed go. Yeah. Who uh if you were going to recast the movie with a couple mm-hmm. of 20-somethings, like I'm assuming Silverman and, and McCarthy were in 20-somethings back then. They may oh, have yeah. been older, but yeah. who would they be? Timothy Chalamet? Um, <laughs> Maybe. Did you, you try to pronounce his name with Could it be the Spouse Brothers? That would be funny. Yeah. Sprouse. I said spouse. Sprouse. 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 Spouses. Sweet life. Usually... Uh, uh, Grace uh, does the gender flip, yeah. so I was Ooh. curious if you had two actresses uh, that would be because I don't think it's gender. I don't think you have to have like it does. It's not a male. No. Like this isn't a baseball movie uh-uh. or something <laughs> like that. You don't have to necessarily have um, men in it. I mean, I only ha- ha- found one that I really liked, and I don't think this person is a twenty-something. Uh, Olivia oh. Rodrigo. No, they're forty-two. Oh no! Looking at this, forty-two years old. Yes. Oh, okay. But I do, I love this actor in most of the things I've seen and him is she, in. And is she mostly comedy? I haven't. It's, it's a guy. It's a guy. Oh, it's okay. a guy. It, it, they are mostly comedy. Let's see if we can guess this a little bit. Give us a hint. Okay. 42, um, Ryan Reynolds. No. Okay. That's pretty close. Um, mm. I give. We watched it. <laughs> We just watched Deadpool. I give. (laughs) We did watch um, one of his movies recently because I thought it was going to be funny because he was in it. And I still like laughed at some points, but it was sad. It was kind of a sad movie. It wasn't. It's not Tom Holland. He's not that old, right? No, no. Derek Holland? Do you know who who (laughs) Holland's dating, though? Uh Uh-oh. Mm-mm. I thought he was dating Zendaya. Whoa, power couple. Zendaya. What did Bill Simmons I know, call her? It's been like a. Is, are they going to go by Tom Daya? Uh, he called yeah, I think her it is Tom Daya. Zendaya, right? No. Zen- yeah. Z- Zendaya. Z- something wrong. Something wrong. <laughs> Speaking of. I was trying of, to think of what she. But she posted a picture on Twitter. It was like. Did, are they like. Like a week ago, now? and she was in the foreground. It was at. In the, we're in the pool. Tom Holland is underwater. She's in the foreground, and she's doing, like, smoky, you know, movie star mm-hmm. selfie look. That type of thing. Tom Holland is in the water, like, under the water, and somebody on Twitter responded, uh, hey, Tom is drowning, and she responded, <laughs> this ain't about him. <laughs> so that got some play. I thought that was pretty funny. That's I got great. it. 
So you just to be honest, transparent, I yeah. cheated and Googled 52-year-old actors, but there's a long list. I thought it was 42. 42. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. I meant 42. Okay. Chris Pratt. No, but I did He's think 42. of him. Did Andy Samberg. Him. No. That would be great. Keep going down the list. Um, Anthony Mackie. No. Isn't he a superhero? Yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Yes. That's the guy that's going to be the new... Yeah, he's a uh, Captain, new Captain, Captain America. America. Awesome. He's James McAvoy. Show. No. Tom Ellis, Ian Summerhalder, Cooper Barnes. I've never heard of any of the other ones. <laughs> you haven't watched a movie where they're starring in it? No. Those three? Cooper Barnes. Who is it? No, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'll just give it to you. Kevin Hart. Ooh, and who is he going to be? I feel like he'd be I a really funny Bernie for that he first He could definitely be minutes. Bernie be, yeah. with Timmy T because yes. he's small. Yes. <laughs> we solved the problem, we guys. Did. There it is. We don't even have to use the guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Send us to Hollywood. We're making millions. All right. So um, we're not going to recap the movie. I did tell Grace before we start this, this might be the shortest movie stint of a podcast. I'll just, I'm going to give my overall thoughts on it, right? So I thought it brought back all the nostalgia. As soon as the movie started, I felt like I could remember the next scene with a few exceptions that didn't really stick, I guess, from my childhood. But one that really stuck for me was the rooftop scene when they're working and the primary reason being is the tar, the right. hot tar on the roof the that the they're roof. just stepping in, getting all yeah. over their hands. And I think I said like 10 times to Grace and Dylan and Maddie as we're watching it, like, that's not going to come off their hands very easily. No. That uh-uh. is not just a go to so the bathroom gross. and yes. get it off or whatever. You use a little bit of uh, dial soap or yeah, something. That to get was it off. a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did bring back a lot of nostalgia. I did think, though. Uh, there were a few times where I did question the same thing. I think what you thought, Derek, was why did I think this was so funny back then? Well, that was one of the that was one of the questions I wrote was, and we talked a little bit about this last night. But like, there's some things in the first maybe 45 minutes where I'm like, did did our did our parents not watch this with us? Yeah, <laughs> like we're like like 10, 11, 12, and not that that's a big deal, but there's some things in there that I've kind of like. My bro- my younger brothers were like five, six, seven. Now they just were like, hey, he's a dead guy, and he's getting <laughs> yeah. dragged behind a wagon. Yes. It's, it's, it's just, I think they were just here for the for the slapstick, but there were some things in there that I kind of was curious about What where the, par- where the parental oversight was. Well, and were those memorable for you? Like the two scenes, the one with Tawny, the neighbor who comes through the door in almost nothing to borrow the jet ski or whatever, yes. gets the keys. yes. Uh, to which Andrew McCarthy introduces himself as horny back at her. <laughs> I didn't remember that scene at I all. I didn't remember and that I did at not all. Reme- I did not remember Bernie's scorned lover showing up at the house and yes. doing that whole scene yes. at all. God, that was... Hey, <laughs> that, that actress is dialed up. Yeah, she was. She's she got was so two scenes in the movie? It. Yes. Man, she is dialed up. She is so over the top. If we recast that, of course, she's way too old now. She kind of has, she reminds me of, uh, who was the lady on Friends that had the laugh? Chandler dated her for a while. You know what I'm talking about? Janice? Yes. Yeah. I think Janice plays that lady. It's such a weird part, too, because she's just there to, like, the movie's really, it's got a lot of plot to it. Yeah. 
And uh, she's there simply to move the plot along. Like, she's the reason that Bernie gets killed. Yeah. (laughs) And then she shows up to kill Bernie because she thinks he's having an affair. Boiny. He's by himself. (laughs) So so they uh, uh, allegedly uh, have a good time with one another, even though Bernie's dead. And then she just (laughs) runs back to the ferry. She's just like, okay, I'm done. I'm not sticking around. Has a cigarette and a scotch, and she's She's gone. I'm out of here. Good. It's a weird, it's, that's a weird, uh, I mean, she's just simply there to move things along. Yeah. What about, I uh, also was kind of thinking about the main two characters, uh, Larry and Richard. Do you know which one's which right now, Grace? Yes. Which one are you? Are you more Larry or more Richard? <laughs> Richard. Richard? Come on. What about you, Derek? In your tw- uh, what about in your 20s, when this could have possibly happened to you in real life? Which guy are you? Are you the guy that's like, well, we could just make him seem alive for a couple days, and that way we can enjoy the beach house? Boy, I don't think that I ever worked like Richard did. <laughs> sure, I'm sure they not showing up on Sunday. Yeah. So I think I probably have more kinship with Larry than I do anybody. Yeah. Either of the two. They are, they are a, uh, a good mix, and I do think they nailed it with those two guys. I did read somewhere where I believe, um, who's the guy from Two and a Half Men? Charlie Sheen? No, the brother. John Cryer. Yes, he was originally cast as one of them. Oh, okay. And they cut him when, uh, I'll have to go look that up, because I did read it, and I want to say it may have been ha- Silverman it replaced him. It had to be him. Silverman, yeah. the yeah. more straight guy or whatever. Is it because John no, Cryer's No, there it is. Tiny... He was replaced by McCarthy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was going to play Larry. Interesting. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked. No. No, it was a good, good move good by move. them. Good um, job, guys. What would you have changed about this movie, Grace? If you're redoing it now with the Sprouse or Timothy Chalamet, Kevin Hart, and Chris Pratt, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Uh, who are you? What are you changing about the movie? Um, I don't know. I mean, nothing really stuck out, and this one is needing to be changed. I guess um, a lot of the humor. I guess there's nothing like bad about it, really, but it could have been a lot funnier. I think. Yeah. Simmons on his podcast, I listened to a little bit of it, said that he like listed it with like there's something about Mary and something else as like a huge audience movie. Really? Like he said you had to watch this movie with audience. Now granted he may have been playing to his guest. But yeah, I'm sure. So they did a rewatchables on this? Well he did an interview when the book came out a few uh, months oh, ago. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I listened to You that told one. me about it. Yep, that's right. Interesting. I just didn't see that when he said that. Mm-mm. Like it being like there being this big uproarious laughter. Well, but it, it only made thirty million. Yeah, in the th- and I'm assuming that means in the theaters. Yeah, I'm right? kind of curious with inflation what that would be now. Yeah, it cost fifteen million to yeah. make because they had made a sequel, which MacArthur refuses to talk about. In his really? Book. Why? Yeah, oh. he said it was ill advised. I was just so. about to ask you guys if you watched it. Well, it I did back then, but I don't yeah, remember it's a hard thing to about find it. now. Like you have to buy it, like for. 20 bucks or whatever. Oh, it's, no. You can't rent it or it's not streaming on anything. So Once again, if there was blockbusters around the corner, yep. Grace, we'd be watching Thanks, it Grace. right now. Mm-hmm. It's your fault, Grace. Your generation's fault. <laughs> well, the um, I don't know. I, I kind of was having that same thought as to if I were changing something now. And I just kind of kept going to, I think I would make it really kind of disturbing a little bit more like <laughs> right you know a little Dark. i don't know like i think that's the only way you can go with it yeah i think for it 
because that first time I watched it, I was kind of like, they're missing all these opportunities to, to for it to be sharper and darker. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, this is obvious. That's not the point. Like, they're just trying to make it as dumb and as broad as possible. And if you if you uh, watch it within though in that kind of mindset, then it works. It's yeah. I think it's funny. I don't think it's uproariously. Is funny. it a stop down mm-hmm. for you? If you were flipping around and it was on, no, and this no. hadn't happened where we no. just watched it recently. I don't yeah. think so. I think it would have been until after watching it this time, <laughs> right? And I think I got my fill for another twenty years. I don't probably feel like it like gets like I don't knowing that it was on Hulu. They didn't like I only knew about it on Hulu because we were doing the movie yeah. and on the pod. So mm-hmm. it's not something that popped into my. Her view mm-hmm. and went, ooh, let's watch that. Hulu wasn't very proud to have it. Yeah, they just had it <laughs> hidden in the back. It's a catalog title. Face Off, on the other hand. I would say Face that. Off, on the other hand. Yes. What about the Paul brothers as the two two guys? <laughs> That's hey. good. And That's Floyd good. Floyd Mayweather could be Bernie. Seriously, that is a million-dollar idea. <laughs> Get us on. Let's with do them. it. Get do us it. on. Logan, if you're listening. If you're one of the eight listeners. <laughs> if those guys weren't making $100 million a fight, that, that would be a good idea exactly. for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't know. I didn't have a whole lot else. I mean, I, I was going to ask you guys, did you have a favorite scene in the movie? Well, I wrote down some questions yes. uh, that I thought we could uh, talk about. Super Let's brief. Yeah. Uh, there's a great throwaway line when he's on the date with the girl. And uh, what do we know what the girlfriend, the object of Richard's affection, I can't remember what her name is. Uh, I just, Gwen. Mm. Gwen. Yeah. Gwen is also really going for it yeah. as an actress with yeah. her face. <laughs> yes. She overlaughs a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's got his suitcase or his briefcase set by his face and she thinks that that is the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And then when Bernie dies, she's really, that face is really getting a workout. Like yeah. she had to be mm-hmm. sore at the end of that day. <laughs> her face muscles. Dylan, I was watching with Dylan and she's like, I do not like anything about this girl. <laughs> um, no, they're walking out of the dim sum place, wherever they go to the date. And there's a trash truck and it's a throwaway line. I don't know if you heard this, but I watched it with the captions. The only reason I saw this and the trash guy's loading up trash, and it's really, really loud. And Richard looks at the trash guy and goes, hey, what's up? And the trash guy responds, hey, do you want me to throw her in here? Like, in no. the trash <laughs> truck. <laughs> no, I didn't And he doesn't respond that. to it. It's, it's total ADR. <laughs> but it makes, it's, just, it's just like this random throwaway joke. <laughs> But it's like I didn't catch that at all. <laughs> That's but what they I, need I more really, of. Yes. It's like, uh, do you want me to murder your date? Yeah, do you no, want we're to having a good time. Here. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Gosh. Um, the other thing was is that the hitman kills Bernie, and then he immediately goes to his getaway outfit, yeah. which is a priest outfit. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. on. He's on. He's on the island with the Hamptons. All he has to do is wear white pants and pastel shirt. Yeah, he'll he'll mix right in, in. But he decides to go with priest. Well, no one's going to question in. the priest. Exactly. If they f- happen to find stick Bernie, out, dead, don't you think? Yeah, he would. He would. And I feel like maybe he was having a drink on the boat or something like he that. He was going to have a sambuca on the rocks <laughs> until Bernie showed up again and freaked him out. <laughs> Uh, I did find that amusing this time around. The hitman 
losing slowly losing his mind yes, yes. comes yeah. in there that was the good. great struggle that he had whenever bernie's body was like dumped over the thing onto him and he's like ah, oh, yes. actually fighting him <laughs> yes. it's almost like he's alive but he's right. not but you're struggling like he is that's it that it's that the movie has one after another once he dies it's scenes like that that carried but it it's as a like kid really that last 45 50 minutes is really tight like one thing happens another like these guys can't call the cops the moment they call the cops all of a sudden it's the fastest party ever assembled yes like 150 people <laughs> yeah. and they're like oh it's a floating party and then everybody just swarms into the mansion and so they can't do that and it, like there's always something getting in the way uh, i love the one neighbor that's constantly negotiating down the price of a car yes with bernie. <laughs> and then he just hugs bernie as if bernie has given him the gift of life yes <laughs> But you know that those guys like buying the car your dreams would be the greatest thing to happen to you. No doubt. Um, I had, uh, um, well, I had one more, but um, I've got one for you, real quick. At at the party, and these were the guys. This is my favorite scene, and we watched it again today, um, and kind of made a point. I think we watched this part twice. But it's the two like physical trainer slash massage guys that yes. come up to him in the party. <laughs> totally. Gosh, those guys are amazing. And they are the two guys from Rad. I mean, yes. those are basically cut yeah. from the same cloth. Totally. Everything about the way they talk. Totally. They they I love the fact that they're not really looking at the camera. I guess you're supposed to imagine they're looking at beautiful women that are out in right. front of Bernie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he ends it with like, what's he say? It's something like, I got to go. Duty calls. Yeah, yeah duty calls. Yeah. What's funny is that they, they look Get like a later. before and after because one guy's really jacked. You can yes. tell he's probably on steroids. And the other guy hasn't really started the steroids no. yet. He's well, just... But he's the main guy, I assume, because he says something like, I got it, Hans. Yeah. Or, Whatever the name is, right. or whatever, and then that guy leaves, and he starts to rub down on right. Bernie. He's like, "You've never felt this loose." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like that part. Um, there's another good throwaway line is when they get on the boat at the end, and they're in the marina there, and they're spinning around and spinning out, and they're hitting things. And there's a guy in yacht gear uh, on the back of the boat watching them with his wife. And he's eating a sandwich, and he's pointing at them, screaming, that's illegal. Yes. I wrote it down. That's illegal. What you're doing is illegal. (laughs) And then they come back around and hit him and knock him off the boat. Yeah, The whole thing with the boat was definitely my favorite part. Yeah. That that stuntman that played Bernie, he got put through the ringer that last... (laughs) Because they're dragging him off the end of the boat. They're smacking his head. <laughs> yes. He's getting thrown around. But the large majority, like all the stuff, the scenes on the couch, all that stuff there that's so ridiculous, that's all the guy. Yeah. I mean, they obviously yeah. couldn't use any type of, you know, CGI or mannequin right. or sure. even or whatever. And uh, it's magnificent. I, this, today when we were watching it, I, I felt like every scene, I'm just focusing hard on everything with him. Yeah. I'm looking for twitches, anything right. to show me, like, no, you're really alive. Right. I don't know why I felt like I needed to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> just get on Twitter. <laughs> I Mr. Smith, I, I watched your performance recently <laughs> in the 1989 classic. You know there are people out there that do that, though. Oh, yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. just their sole purpose in life. Gosh. He's great, though. Terry Kaiser is his name. Yes. I don't know if Terry Kaiser did anything else. I don't know if he's alive. Is he alive? Oh, 
Terry Kaiser is 42 years old. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> he was born in 39. Doesn't have a death date on IMDb, oh, good. so I'm assuming he's still kicking. All right. Good job, Terry. Uh, we did get another boat anchor joke. Yeah. Uh, or boat anchor reference uh, in Face Off. They tried to kill each other with a boat anchor. In this mm-hmm. movie, he threw the boat Just anchor throw into the, anchor. <laughs> the boat and then apologized. Oh, sorry. Sorry That's about amazing. throwing yeah, my boat anchor. Yeah, they somehow really faced no consequence from that entire part. Mm-hmm. Not right? from the guy who was screaming, that is illegal. is illegal. What you're doing <laughs> is illegal with his sandwich. <laughs> he didn't uh, even put down his sandwich. No. Do you think they heard him over the roar of the engine <laughs> from the boat? Too? <laughs> yeah, that, it, it is. It's just all that humor. And I guess somehow that hasn't come with me since I was 13 as much. But it was all little giggles inside as I was it's watching. It's the definition back. of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. It definitely fits that role. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you picked this, Grace. Yeah. Good job, Grace. I was I was thinking I wanted to watch Weird Science for like the past few weeks. I think um, it was just like the days after we did the Face Off episode, and I kept like pulling it up and I would play the trailer and I was like, Dylan, do you want to watch this with me? I I like need to know if I made the right choice. It's obviously not pure country. I can I don't even need to watch that to see. <laughs> But I need to watch this to make sure. And then Dylan watched the trailer, and she's like, no way. I am not watching that with you. What? (laughs) I think she thought it was offensive in some way. That was really high for me. And that was before Weekend at Bernie's, Uh, maybe even three or four years, maybe five years before Weekend at Bernie's. But I feel like it was one. It also, I guarantee you, it's going to have a lot of edgy, uh, obviously edgy, like, Guy girl humor in right. it since they're creating mm-hmm. this beautiful woman yeah. with their sure. with their you know apples <laughs> yes. or whatever. That was Dylan's main issue. <laughs> yeah. Yes, with but, their apples with their MacBooks. <laughs> yeah, with their MacBooks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I just remember watching that over and over. I don't know if it had a stint on HBO after the theaters or what, but we watched it all the time. I feel like, and part of me also in my head always remember thinking as a kid like I'm going to do this. This is going to be my route. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this will be the... I'll find the perfect woman and live forever. <laughs> She'll live forever. Oh. Um, I had... Uh, I, I came up with a few categories. Awards. Okay. Love okay. it. Um, so I was going to throw that out here. I actually was going to talk to you about it before we started podcasting, because if you looked at me and you were like, this is a terrible idea. No, no, no. This is a great idea. I can already tell. So I'm getting, I thought we'd name them after actors. Best That song. have been in movies <laughs> or shows that we have referred to frequently on okay. the podcast. Got it. Okay. So um, the first one is the Rosie <laughs> Lopez which is the actor actress really going for it, not necessarily overacting, but just giving it their all based upon the first four minutes to do the right thing, the dance sequence. Perez, mm-hmm. though, you mean, right? Rosie, Rosie Perez. Perez. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Lopez. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry, Rosie. Sorry. Cut that out. I apologize. Rosie, is it, what'd you say? Rosie Perez. Yeah, it's Rosie right? Perez. <laughs> Who's Rosie Lopez? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure she's overacted to it at some point. Yeah. Um, I actually put all this on the other deal. Um, I definitely knew that we would give out uh, the Cole Sprouse to the MVP of the movie, or who yes. we thought yes. won the movie. That yeah. would be the Cole okay. Sprouse. Um, 
the uh, uh, I didn't know if we wanted to call it the Castor Troy or the Nick Cage, mm-hmm. but that would have been the overacting award. I like that. So, so what's the Rosie Perez? But it can it can rotate. That's the person that just gives it their all. Oh yeah, and it's almost like yeah, Rosie Perez is the kind of came out of nowhere, right? right. I mean, because she wasn't even acting yeah. prior to that yeah. moment, and then she violently dance boxes for five minutes, right? <laughs> And really, it was all day, we find out later, yes. Spike says. All right, I've got it. Uh, and then the other one was going to be uh, the actor from Dazing and Fuse, Wiley Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Uh, since he's so awkward in that movie, I thought would it like the most awkward either actor, actress, or moment could okay. be the Wiley Wiggins. Got it. Because uh, he constantly <laughs> pinches his nose. Yes. <laughs> and that's become kind of an internet meme thing. Yeah. But I thought we could rotate uh, we could bring new new categories okay. in. I like it. I love so it. So it was just throwing that out there, just food for thought. Let's I know uh, Grace is working on her own viewer's guide to the right. Gen Divide movies. Yes. yes. Also, next movie will be number 10. Number so 10. So we will <gasps> have enough Grace's for pick. a top 10 wow. list. <laughs> so, you know, just throwing that out so there. So are we doing this on... Weekend at Bernie's right now. Well, I thought we we test it out. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Which which one do we want to start with? Uh, I say we do the Rosie Perez first. That's the one just giving it their all in this giving movie. Giving it their mm-hmm. all. Creating a career. Either either creating a career or just, just giving it, not overacting, but yeah. just like, for example, my choice is going to be the girlfriend. Because she's just so emotive with her face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's Gwendolyn. just so... Gwendolyn. Yes. Whoever the actress that Gwendolyn is. But really give it to her for... Catherine Mary Stewart. Yeah. Catherine Mary Stewart. Congratulations. <laughs> you, won the, <laughs> you won the Rosie Lopez Perez no, Award. <laughs> oh, man. It was um, worth it. Your whole career was worth it now. Yep. Yep. She's known for what, her can, role in uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Can we find her and send her a Gen Divide award? That would be great. <laughs> We're in the process just, of getting T-shirts, and we can just put on the back of it the what, Rosie Perez award. What if it was just a bronze of like Rosie Perez in that motion boxing. or boxing? Yeah. yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a hologram award of yes. just Rosie Perez, <laughs> that just that a would boomerang. Be so <laughs> it's just awful. Um, okay, mm. so. Who Set. who would be y'all's choice? And we can I can work through these with my choices and then come back to you guys, either one, not to stop down the old pod. Giving it their all. I feel like I'm going to misassign someone here. Um, there are no wrong answers, Scott. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Pauly, the hitman. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, he is going for it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like... Uh, Really everything, even the beginning scene when he's just at the table and he does the whole bit about how it's been a while when they ask him basically I'm to a go little kill. Rusty. Yeah, I'm a little rusty. The best whatever. part is when he's looking at the mob boss and the mob boss is like, he's screwing my girlfriend. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> He's like, he's like, like a, what does that mean? He's like a horse. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just like, oh, that's rough. Like he's, but he's doing it with his mouth. Yeah, really made me. I laugh. love too how when uh, Bernie finishes the letter and stands up all happy, and Polly's standing there like point blank on him. Yeah, and then the way Polly kills him—that was one thing I didn't remember. I knew it was going to happen right then. It's a super clean way to die. It's a super it? clean way. Mm-hmm. It made me think like, gosh, if I ever get taken out by a hitman, I hope it's just a syringe to the hip. <laughs> it was a syringe to the hip and then like a, like a small bag of Coke. Yes. Yeah. 
What did he do with the coat? Just put it in his pocket, he put right? It in his to pocket, make it look like and he then the lady comes up during the party, remember, and says, "Oh, hey, Take you it. said you were gonna have something for me." Yes, and they're just watching it with like hands over their face, yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. All right, Grace, who you got? Um, the Rosie Lopez Perez Award. <laughs> I think uh, I'm gonna have to agree with Gwen. Yes. Um. I don't really know who else would give it to because I don't know any of the other characters' names besides like the main two, three. Yeah. So, yeah. We could just like explain who the who the character is, whatever. We could help. <laughs> or you can just it's I over. Mean, Gwen wins. Gwen yeah. gets it. Gwen wins. Paulie is that somewhere slumped shoulders right now. Okay, so who is the Castor Troy overacting award go to? I probably would give it to Polly. Ah. Uh. I was going to say the um, girlfriend. Oh, oh, the girlfriend. Oh, Duh, sorry. What's her name? Need to look her up. She didn't even really make it. I would love to know her IMDb. Mm-hmm. What's, oh, after it's, this. It's uh, Tina. Yes, is her name Tina. on the show. And uh, she's only one line ahead of Tawny on the credits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tawny just shows up to, she just shows up so that she's in a thong, basically. Yes, exactly. That's Tawny's role. Yeah. Um, yeah. So had she had any other, any other uh, Tina credits? Tina? You're talking about? It's I have Catherine a feeling Parks. I have a feeling that Catherine Parks' career ended after this movie. Uh, she was in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Oh, Weekend at Bernie's and The Man and the Family. And that was it. That's her three that are listed on her oh. IMDb. She has others. Uh, Looker, I don't know. Other Just stuff. a bunch of smaller stuff. Stuff I've never heard of. Yeah. She was in some episodes of Empty Nest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's parents' favorite during yes. that time. Oh, she was in some episodes of Hunter. Man, an eighties, uh, yeah. an eighties Three's stalwart. Company. See, there's a the threes, Love Boat. Man, she's been is, in everything. There's a Three's Company vibe to this movie. There is big there time, is. especially at the end when the <laughs> when Gwen shows up and it's the two guys and Gwen. Yes. It's it's real over the top. <laughs> yeah. It's all slapstick. Uh. Before we get back to awards, did anybody else want a walk-through fireplace in their house, their future house? Anybody think that the walk-through fireplace was kind of cool? I didn't notice it. Where no. was it? Like what is the, that? The like, I think the hitman ran through it. That's why they called it a walk-through. Really? But there was a big wall dividing kind of the office and then yes, like the okay. big the big area, and it yeah. was a it was a two-way fireplace. Nice. But he, I think he ran through there. Somebody did. Maybe Andrew McCarthy did. Yeah. But I thought, oh, I, I think I want to walk through fireplace someday. in my next house. <laughs> someday. someday. Maybe this one we'll just Cross do it. fingers. Yeah. Couldn't we just put a fire pit in the middle of the living room and <laughs> it's basically... Walk through it. <laughs> it's the, the same, same thing. thing. I need a gigantic wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you agree with... Uh, Overacting. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Parks. Uh, the the Wiley Wiggins Awkward Award can be workshopped. I don't know if we need necessarily... Unless y'all have something off the top of your head. No, but I wanted to say, too, another one I would give a honorable mention on the okay. last one would be Vito. And even though he's only got that scene at the table right. and then over the phone, you yeah. get to hear him screaming yes. at one point when yeah. the guy has to say they were in the bedroom yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. But at the table, he's really going over the yeah. top, I feel like, yeah. you know. Well, he's got an earring, Scott. Yeah. Did you notice and that? he loves food. Bernie said, I know how much you love food. I know how much you love food. We've got a problem. <laughs> we've got a problem. Um, so who was the Cole Sprouse? Who was the MVP? Who won the movie? Grace, you can go first. I went first on this. Uh, 
Okay. Or I've got um, mine. I've got mine go? too. Um, I'm going to say Andrew McCarthy. 100% Andrew yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, I agree 100% as well. I think he and Silverman were both great, and I think they were cast perfectly, and I think they both pulled off the role they had, but McCarthy's just the fun one in that situation, mm-hmm. so I think he kind of wins. I like it. Yeah. Perfect. What was the last award? Was that the last award? Yeah, I, I just picked like four. One. I just picked four. There are some unanswerable que- or answerable questions I wrote down. Do you want to yes, run through those? Let's yeah. do it. Super fast. Yeah. These, this, is, this is yes, no. Okay. Uh, is this movie better or worse than Tall Girl? <laughs> I feel we, like that's the threshold we were for the talk bottom. About, we just need to rank them. Right, right. Uh-huh. Like where you does guys this fall about, in in the gin divide order? Y'all got you I'm talked working. about it being uh, like doing a show for that. I didn't know yeah. if y'all want to do that. That's yeah. why I kind of basically was like, no. I think Tall Girl's going to be on the bottom of yeah. most of our list. <laughs> so is it better or worse than Tall Girl? Uh, it's better oh. than Tall Girl. If only for for me, if only because of the eighties nostalgia to it. Even just the the fashion and style in it alone right. is a lot a lot of fun to watch, and then. Obviously, the slapstick stuff, even though to me that didn't age personally for me as well as I, I remember it it's as a kid. It's definitely dated. It's good, yeah. Like the slapsticky stuff is yeah, definitely dated a is. little bit. It is. So I would say above Tall Girl. Mm. I say... I'm thinking and... I don't know. It's hard. It's actually kind of hard to say. <laughs> it's nothing against... It's not a personal thing like... Yeah, you picked the worst movie. You mm-hmm. picked the best movie yeah. because Tall Girl was so much fun to talk about. Yes, <laughs> I, I mean, Yodi. Sabrina, Yodi. Sabrina Carpenter's performance was just so good. Oh, I don't know if it moving. could. <sighs> it did bring Dunkelman though to our lives. Yes, <laughs> which I reference often to people who have no idea. That's uh-huh. another one though. I mean, and again, I guess you could do this with all comedies, but I would Tall Girl remade really dark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it is much more of a stalker. What's the show we were watching the other day? You? Um, Have yeah. you watched you? No. Okay. Uh, but it's about... And they've, they've basically told me I couldn't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably can't. But I watched a little bit of it, and I kind of thought, well, what if this was... Dunkelman was a little bit more like this guy. Oh, yeah, totally. They'll <laughs> spin it off. We should do that. Because she won't... Dunkelman will get broken up with in the sequel, and then he'll really go over the top. Yeah. Nuts. Milk crate will be nothing for <laughs> Yodi. Uh, so is this better or worse, Grace, than Tall Girl? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Final, but not really final. It'll be final when I put out my ranking. Yes. But I'm going to say better. Ooh, ooh interesting. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. Would you watch this movie again? I think I would at some point. I would just have it on if like friends were over and have it on it in the is, background or something. It is definitely background. It music. is a background. If it just was on, I'm not killing it, you know. But yeah. it's like in the like content overload world we live in right now with streaming. I don't think I'm seeking it out right, ever again. Sure, hundred percent. Maybe I don't know. Twenty years ago or twenty years from now, when I'm doing this with my doing this podcast mm-hmm. with my granddaughter and Emily. When, when you Emily, can finally use Emily. the intro <laughs> yeah. for real. <laughs> hey, hold on. We got this one covered. <laughs> we got it covered. <laughs> uh, next question. What prop from the movie would you want? I'll start. I want the red golf cart. Ooh, That's yes. good. That red That's golf good. cart is sweet. Yeah, Evidently how, not very fast, no. but still sweet. No. 
Hmm. One of my favorite well. scenes uh, coming off the initial scene of the red golf cart is when he gets there and he's like, hey, I thought I fired you. And then he starts <laughs> kicking the guy in the butt, yeah. chasing him away. <laughs> that guy keeps showing up with his sleeping bag, though, and it's yeah. not rolled up. And he it's says, kind of unfurled. I had to ask them if I was hearing the line right, but he says, I want the $90 you owe me. Right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what he's ar- he's done work sticking around for. He hadn't gotten paid. <laughs> just so he's sleeping in the basement. But what does Bernie <laughs> say to him? Like you drank all my alcohol and <laughs> yeah. ate my food or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wanted the red golf cart when I watched it the second oh, time. I guess I would say the kiddie pool on the roof of the of the hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Maybe just a bucket of tar. <laughs> yeah, a bucket of tar would be great. What if the girls, like the girls are gone one day, they come home and you're just tarring the deck out yes, here? Yes, exactly. <laughs> just a big old watching bucket of tar faces, just rolling it. Watching their faces during that entire scene was pretty you, good. Just because. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Just so ridiculous. Just the tar. Go ahead. Oh, that was it's it. a, I just thought, is there any way, once you put down tar, is there any way to get it yeah. all, like up? I don't know. Why would people even use it? I would assume, does it like seal it off, but also like reflect heat or? I guess, but it seems like something sun? that wouldn't remelt to almost liquid form would be well, more that, ideal. That stuff about <laughs> it being hot was not in the script. When they started shooting in Manhattan, they were in the middle of like a heat wave. Uh, so they, they had to basically uh, include it into the script. That's great directing. That's what that is. It's just. By. Uh, speaking of which, also worst mugger in a movie ever in the park. The guy jumps out with the yes. gun and they just and walk Andrew through. McCarthy just walk says, through. like, shut up to him it's or something too hot. like that. It's yeah. too hot. And the guy just kind of shrugs and yes. puts the gun back in his waist. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be up there. I feel like there's an Eddie Murphy movie that has something like that, too. Uh, Coming to America does, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Man, we can move that would have been a good guilty pleasure one. What's that coming to America? Yeah, I don't that know. Too it's good? too good. Gosh, it's too good. Um, uh, any prop that you would want to take um, with you? The two-way like... fireplace? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I the fake gun that that little kid had that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was kind of Holly- scary. With the, yeah, with the Hollywood quality sound system yeah. installed yeah, into exactly. the butt it's, of the gun, right? Um, I really liked Larry's, like, the glasses that had the purple and then his purple Converse. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, Stylish. I think that would be it, yeah. Yeah. Larry's uh, attire the entire time was really unique, and I couldn't quit. I was fascinated by it because he was always wearing a super baggy long sleeve T-shirt that he kept pushing up. <laughs> And then a Hawaiian like floral shirt over it, mm-hmm. and then at one point he had like a jacket on over that too. Um, <laughs> and then the whole time the really Looks baggy, great. super used old socks. Yes, I did not. That brought mm. back memories yeah. too, and I was just like, man, what what were what were we thinking? Were re- socks a expensive commodity when we were <sighs> children, and we just couldn't replace them? I remember uh, David Robinson, the yeah. Spurs center would wear these super long socks that he would roll down in two-inch increments, and they were real, like, puffy at the bottom. Yeah. And I remember doing that playing basketball. To be like David Robinson. And they were the worst. They always bunched up in, in the shoe because there were just so much material. Too big, yeah. So anytime I watch, like, or see, like, long socks, I always have PTSD from wearing those yeah. socks like that as a kid. Um, the final question that I had written down is, would this be uh, would this movie be met... Uh, let me start over. Would this movie be better 
with a four-minute dance sequence solely on BMX bikes where the sequence is started by the Michael Young twins that they make an appearance in the movie. <laughs> well, it could be those same two guys. Yes. And it could Hans be... Hans and Franz. You could maybe switch it up if you made... Like Gwendolyn was into aerobics or something like that. Okay. So it was what like an aerobic Tawny? dance. Yeah, Tawny. Tawny. What if Larry was really into Tawny? Well, and you could Trying also... Trying to win her over. Like you could build in a little... Gwendolyn is intimidated by Tawny a little bit. Mm. She, you would know if she was because her face would let it you would know. Show yes. It. it yes. would show it. Definitely. Overacting. So the answer is yes. This movie would be improved. I think improved. all movies yeah. would be. I think all movies would be. We, <laughs> you're invalidating my question moving yes, forward. I can't keep movie. asking it now. <laughs> we'll just every time we'll come up with a way to make it work for the movie. Yeah. I don't know that BMX bikes will always work, but there's always no. going to be something. Yeah. I mean, Do the Right Thing practically did have it. It was just at the beginning. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you would have done in Face Off. Oh, uh, we could figure it out. Probably BMX bikes there. Or the boats. With Could have been a boat dancing. Instead of boats, it's BMX <laughs> bikes, like in a half dancing, pipe, and they're yes. just <laughs> constantly going around. Just dizzy John moves oh. down there with the camera. Well, I don't have much else. That's for it. That's all I had. I just nope. I had written Good. down some stuff. So, um, Do we know what our next movie is? we got to talk about that. Is she, I do. Are, are we playing uh, a game, or are you? have you made a decision? She's narrowed it down. You said 17. Seventeen movies. Yeah. 17. yeah, she's like, "Okay, we're so. doing a game show. I'm going to explain seventeen different movies to you, Dad. It's your choice." Um, no, I mean, I had this one idea in my head, like from the beginning, and then I couldn't really think of anything better. I know that's not a did great way to bounce these go ideas off of anyone, like I did. Um, this would have been different if I wouldn't have asked Derek five thousand times, "What about <laughs> this one?" And he would say, "It's too good. It's too good. Teen Wolf um, is too good." I asked Dylan about it, not really about it being a guilty pleasure, but I do think it kind of fits that. Is this your initial, this is the one that you immediately thought of? Yes. Okay. Do you because have one you've I'm, dismissed? I'm not really. <laughs> not really. Nothing okay. I considered really lasted for very long. I'm, I haven't watched a lot of movies. Um, actually, one I did consider for a bit was because we rented it for like a week and watched it three times. <laughs> It's Invisible Sister. It's just like some random Disney Channel original movie. Okay. And that could have been fun. But this one is going to be a lot easier. It's super easy to watch. It's only 50 minutes long. Oh, oh my. What? Mm-hmm. And you can just watch it on YouTube for free. It and legitimately be will be the first easy. time our podcast beats the length of the movie, probably. <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we did rad twice over. Yeah, that's right. I didn't count those. Awesome. <laughs> 50 Red. minutes on YouTube. Yeah. So Interesting. Any, on YouTube, anyone like, that's can the go only watch way to it. watch it? I feel like yeah. this is a very oh, gen divide. I know what it is. Easy. I think you do. Oh, do it. It's say super. It. You can say it. Say it. Oh. I want him to guess, and if he's wrong, <laughs> he's wrong. I think I'm right. I think okay. I'm right. Is it, uh, is it set to music? Yes. Is it the Machine Gun Kelly... Yes. Entire album turned into a movie? Mm-hmm. It's called Downfalls High. So anyone can go watch it if they want to listen. You don't have to spend any money on it. Look at Grace. Looking out for the this looking out for the commoners. <laughs> Downfalls high? Yes. 
Can we, when we do right. this, can we have a Machine Gun Kelly discussion? Let's talk about yeah. this first, Derek. What's your familiarity with Machine Gun Kelly? The fact that he dates Megan Fox. Yes. <laughs> That's Nothing all else? I know about him. So, did you, like, my only prior to this was he and Eminem butted heads publicly. Okay. And Eminem went after him in a couple songs, lyrics, and I think mm-hmm. he rebutted mm-hmm. and so maybe they, put stuff on social media. And so, you know. I was uh, considering myself at the time an Eminem guy. It was just like, well, I hate Machine Gun Kelly. I don't even know what he did or who he is right. or whatever. Just because so Eminem had told to win, you to. Yeah, just because Eminem told me to. <laughs> That's how cults get started. Yeah. Um, but so again, uh, could you repeat the name of the project again? Downfalls High. Like. And you will find one word it. like the downfall or downfalls. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, it's set in a high school. It's completely set to his album, Tickets to My Downfall. And it's not, well, I mean, it's not like real, like a really a movie, I guess. That's not kind of, they weren't going super ambitious for the quality of this. So that's why I think it's a guilty pleasure. I've watched it probably like 10 times. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I like it. That's amazing. I think it's really I cool. I will say they they got me into it, and I really can't remember a ton about it, but I do remember thinking, like, okay, I'll watch about five minutes of this, and then mm-hmm. looking up, and I'd watch the whole thing. Watch the whole so, thing. So basically, it's kind of a two-in-one, yes? So it's the album. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's his album. Should we just turn this into an album review, too? No, no. no. <laughs> it's a hybrid. It is a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Well, we're we're going to be talking about first, is Scott. It, is it in order? Is yeah. it, it is. It is. Wow. I love mm-hmm. it even more now, but I, I don't want to like this guy. Very inspired Because <laughs> Marshall told me not to. Well, mm-hmm. I want to know what Megan Fox is thinking. Her voice is in it. And I'll tell you the other thing I kind of learned to really like about Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-hmm. He's like best friends with Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. Right. Which yeah. that's on my bucket list, yeah. too. Didn't they both? Didn't they both date Kate Beckinsale? I don't know who that is. She's Uh, an actress. She's like twice their age. Is she? She went through. uh, She got divorced and then went through a spell of dating. Who else did Pete Davidson date? Ariana Grande. Come on. And like a nineteen-year-old too. At the Uh, same time, Kaya Gerber. No. Yes, I think so. That's Cindy Crawford's daughter, Scott. (gasps) Oh my goodness! I didn't know that. She's acting too. He went through the entire age range, though. Pretty much. I'm excited, Grace. This is a genius pick. A genius pick. I was genius. one. I'll be honest. I was 100% anticipating, you know, Team Beach, Acapulco Island for or Invisible whatever. Because <laughs> at one point you did say something about High School Musical, right? I don't think so. <laughs> the okay. face she made would be a negative, sir. <laughs> yeah, I must have dreamt it. That Good. was a that was a Gwen face. If we yeah. can go back to Weekend and Birdies, I think this is a win, though. Uh, we can right. do this one 100%. quick. Dude, pretty it's on excited. YouTube. Yeah. The whole world yeah. can get to it. So here's the question. So is this, I mean, is this, the? are we doing a ranking? Are we going to do it with this? Are we doing um, a ranking? Or is this it? No, I think that's a good Grace idea. Goes what to it, what, well, this will probably be the last movie review mm-hmm. with totally. Grace before then. Um, and I think until she comes home at Christmas and we just we basically podcast 24/7 for Christmas break. I've heard, right. of, I've heard of this before. I've heard this promise before. Yes. The um a percentage so I think of that, that happening would be a good one. 3. I think that's a right. good one. We just roll that into the episode. 
So you want to roll the rankings into the episode? So we're going to have 10. So be ready for that. 10 of them. That'll be number 10. Number 10. Mm -hmm. I like it. Man. Two, if any, like, big events happen between now and the time we do that, we could put the rankings in, like, a pre-episode. Yeah, we could. We could put it in a two. If Logan Paul does another fight. Yeah, if we're going to have a lot to talk about. August? No, she's gone Mm -hmm. August no, no, I'm 16th. saying the next Logan Paul fight. Oh. August. Oh, I have no idea. Or is that Jake? I'm sorry. I'm I can't, I'm I, not up to date. I think I'm so Jake's confused. Next. Jake's next. I think Logan it's Jake. can't come back this Jake, quick, Jake, that's right? August then. Yeah. I just want the fights to be back on Triller. Is that yes. asking too much? No, it's not. <laughs> I am no longer watching uh, boxing in which Snoop Dogg and Too Short are not involved. That's my new rule for boxing. Okay. Yeah. If they're not there, I'm not watching. It's after watching that Triller fight... Watching anything else pales in comparison. That was, <laughs> and I wish I had known what I was watching in the middle of watching it. I would have really locked in, enjoyed it so much more because for entertainment purposes, like the last three fights I've watched have really sucked. Yeah. And that was the most amazing <laughs> fight night I've ever experienced. I know, right? I agree 100%. So I'm excited. Downfalls high. Yes. That's the plan. So here's what we've got, Derek. Just so you know, yeah, we've got about three weeks until mm-hmm. she's gone. So forever, <laughs> to <laughs> never to return. Off to college, middle and August. So we'll, we'll definitely be getting this one in pretty quick. Antarctica. Yes. Mm-hmm. What um, What other episodes do we have, Grace? We talked about it a little bit last um, night. Um, we have the album reviews. Next one, it is. Green Day's Dookie and Jaden's Tell Me About Tomorrow. Ooh. Derek, what do you know about Jaden? I have no, no idea. What I know you, less about, we'll uh, I know more about Machine Gun Kelly than do I you? do about this guy. What about Green Day? Did they have a special place in your heart? You, uh, yeah, that, that album especially. But yeah. Green Day's playing Friday night. Stop it. Where? Yeah, at the ballpark. At Come the on. What are we doing? Why aren't we doing the podcast live from there? Yeah. <laughs> They played last night. They did a kind of a pop-up show in Tulsa last night. Really? And uh, I almost went. That would have been I fun. almost went up to Nick's and, and went, and then I was going to tell you guys, do Weekend at Bernie's on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, Jaden, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll get more into this in the podcast, but it's pretty good. Pretty Is good. it? Worth a listen. Nice. Worth a listen. Mm-hmm. What's Somehow this guy's name too, again? We didn't really discuss it prior where we were going, but this is the first time where I feel like we probably, like... I feel like Jaden likes Green Day. Okay. Yeah. And Green definitely. Day respects Jaden as probably, hey, this is a guy that kind of we may have influenced a little. Okay. You know? So it kind of fit. They yeah. fit together. I yeah. did that very purposefully. Did you? That's why but I made you, you pick first. But you didn't know I was first. going Green Day. Oh, you had a list. You had I alternates. Because you gave me three options. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know what they were. It was kind of like the movie thing, except we yeah. just did it off mic. And I... Kind of knew I would like the middle one the most. Yeah. And so that's why I picked it. Well, well done. So we've got that one coming up. We've got a, um, obviously, the next movie one coming up. We're going to do a off-to-college episode, I guess. Maybe we'll just do that on the drive to Stephenville right before we drop you off. Oh, no. Just be an hour and a half of me crying. Sobbing. <laughs> no. Hey. Uh, I'm staying. Quick story. <laughs> Amy, uh, I just enrolled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for my I'm going for my doctorate. Uh, the weekend before I went to school, when I went to College Station, yeah, 
like my mom turned on me and was really weird with me, angry with me and stuff. And it it was total like separation anxiety. Like yes. she was just oh. lashing out at me. <laughs> oh god. Like we both couldn't handle our own emotions. It was the weirdest, strangest weekend that I ever but it was totally because I was leaving to go to school yeah. and I was moving uh, out. I hope and that she just didn't happen. know how to process that yes. in that in that time frame. I've been thinking kind of along those lines, like you know, I don't feel that countdown yet. And yeah. I guess, like you said, maybe it's going to happen in that last week prior to or whatever. I hope your mom's the one that freaks out like that, though, not me. <laughs> That's going to be one of those of things that's like out. you're okay for a little while, and then like two weeks in, you're going to be sitting here podcasting by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Grace. Asking Grace. Asking gross <laughs> questions, and it's gonna be, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, so your computer's messing up again, huh?" Yeah. Oh, that's funny, Grace. Well, the hope just is we're not alone. podcasting by ourselves, but and Grace may have the ability to just you know jump on Zoom, yeah, mm-hmm. every once in a while, annoy your roommate really right. bad, yeah, because you're just giggling real hard. At I think that's the first <laughs> thing you should Kelly say to your jokes. roommate immediately is like, "Hey, do you like podcasting?" Yeah. <laughs> We've had Guess a lot what? of discussions. I've got of fifty-four episodes under my belt. What could be the most shock effect to this roommate? Like, what could Grace do where this roommate's immediately like, "Oh my gosh, this is not going to work"? Because she's been wanting to do a lot of uh, slightly strange posters. Is that one thing you were going to go for? Where it yes. almost looks like she might have an infatuation. With machine gun a, Kelly, a, a stalker type thing. No, right. who With were the, the Sprouse, people? The Sprouse um, twins. I think the Megan last Fox thing was it was, one of it was them. Megan Fox. She was going to have a hundred Megan Fox posters. <laughs> no, all over on this her. all posters website, you can just search up someone's name and it'll yeah. give you just pictures as posters. It's like, oh my god! And you can just have them printed out. Yeah, That's or you what order we're using them. our college savings on as Genius. posters. Yeah, Genius. I have three picked out. Um, have you have you talked to your roommate? Yes. Oh, you have just messages. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing that good vibe Dunker's vibe. <laughs> Good vibe. The only thing that seems like it might be a problem is uh, she listens to basically only Latin music. But as long as we both have headphones, I think we'll be good. Ah, I, I like Latin yeah, music. Yeah, me too. I think you will. You gotta give it a shot. I don't know. Give it a shot. I don't know. I think at like some point you're I'm just sure gonna be sitting it there. Will, it will like grow on oh. me. Like I can listen to anything, but. Yeah. That was one we talked about doing uh, an album movie review of at the same time was the uh, Selena movie. Yeah. And doing the album, like, like her big album right, right, right. that came out or whatever. So did I you did have somebody that, that wanted to do that with you? Yeah, Karen talked about doing that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll happen someday down the road. Put that on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put that on the long, <laughs> long list. <laughs> Will Coach Green be making another appearance before you leave? Man, we had a plan. I can't remember what it is now. Uh, remember, he was going to come back first, and he nominated Coach Dehek to take a spot. He was going to mm-hmm. come back just to talk to us about like goal he setting. Just, he just wants to stay on top of the leaderboard. Exactly, mm-hmm. he most want views any ever. To be taken walks down. off in the sunset. Yeah, he still got it. I was just looking at the uh, the rankings recently, and he's still up there. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, he's a someone legend. Will, someone will catch him eventually. Probably going to be the did Machine you, Gun Kelly. Did you see movie. the on Instagram the clip that you posted that somebody was trying to get you to go to a, uh, an account where you can pay them to promote your podcast? Yeah, some radio thing though. But they what have like a one point one million followers, and every like video that they post gets like sixty, seventy thousand views. Really? Yeah. 
I wonder how much it costs. To I do wonder that. which video they wanted us to do that with. I don't know. Somebody just—I'm sure it was like a bot or yeah. something that put it under there. Interesting. It's just they're just trying to get people to. Maybe we'll do pay. it. Maybe we'll double down. <laughs> just like you pick the episode that you want to just boost. One thing I wanted to talk about on this was too, real quick, uh, is I really want us to be part of the Ringer Network. Okay. I just want to put it out there. Okay. If anyone is listening, listening that can get us on the ringer, that's what we want. What that's the, the end what would goal the, here. What would be the end with Bill? You've got sports cards. Yeah. His friend does the Yankees podcast. Like, there has to be some hook. I know. What's the I should have went to college with him because it seems well, like a helps. lot of those guys. It helps. That helps a lot. <laughs> a lot of those guys are still around. Now that he's worth about 200 million bucks, I he's know. just like everybody gets a podcast. They missed our chance there. I don't know. You never know. Maybe a Machine Gun Kelly podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Might be. Um, I also thought about just putting the Ringer Network logo on our cover art, and then also every time we start a podcast saying, Jen Divide, part of the Ringer Network. How quick do you think you did a cease and desist letter? Never. What if you promoted it, though, on the big site and got like... Like on Instagram? Yeah. Or what do you mean? That one account that... Oh. Basically promos people's... I don't know, but could that also just be the way that he at least... We get attention of somebody. Yeah, I don't think that's like, the attention hey, you want, though. These guys mm-hmm. did do this, but they're pretty good. The dad... <laughs> Are you sure? I, that's I what they're going to be thinking. I don't know if he's a dad or granddad. There's some confusion early. So, but <laughs> so there's a daughter who's obsessed with the Sprouse twins. <laughs> yeah. and the dad is obsessed with Bill Simmons. Yes. Together they... Hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that was just my... I wanted to make sure everyone... They had this guy who comes on like 30% of the time (laughs) and his girlfriend says he talks too much. (laughs) Oh, I think you talked the perfect amount. Exactly. Do you hear that, Nikki? (laughs) (laughs) To tell her, fast forward to one hour, two minutes into the podcast, I have a message for you. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. This was fun as the last one ever. No, no, no. Oh. Machine Gun right. Kelly. Oh, wait, Don't what? count that out. What? I also went through a bit, Derek, where I constantly changed his name just a little, like where it was Tommy Gun <laughs> Kelly yeah. or Salt Gun you mean Kelly. Like Rosie Lopez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rosie. Oh, I feel like we're going to leave that episode, though, all Machine Gun Kelly fans. I hope so. That would be the one to promo, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Really mm-hmm. come in hot. Really mm-hmm. come in hot. I like it. Let's do it. We're, we're, let's plan on. I mean, we. I think we had to think of like week and a half, or less from now. So, mm-hmm. do you want me to go away for like seventy-five minutes, minutes and I'll be right back? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And we'll be ready. And we'll yeah. be ready. We'll just. We'll be lined you up. You have ready. not moved. You're <laughs> no. just here on your computer. While you go watch it, we're yes. gonna do Dookie versus yes. Jexton or whatever. Yes. I think it's an outstanding idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so we got a lot coming up in a short time with Grace. We also have another episode in there that we're going to add uh, that is the big show announcement for Gen Divide. Uh, we're just going to call it for now the kind of the future and what the plans are. And we kind of hinted at some of that in this one, but should be a lot of fun. Um, we did? Well, just that with her going away, it's going to oh. kind of change some of that. Uh, but there could, be, there could be another plan. There could be another plan. Especially mm-hmm. if we get picked up by the ringer. Definitely. Gonna make a gonna make video it where it's this uh, new co-host coming out of dry ice. Yes. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> on the ringer network. 
Maybe Machine Gun Kelly will take your spot. Dang it. Dang it. I don't want to be here for that. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, we can really go down a rabbit hole yeah. here. <laughs> I know Grace is like giving us both the thumb no. to the throat. Are you? Cut Grace? it. Uh-huh. Cut we it. We do need language. No. We need signs like that. Yeah. Well, we're cutting it. Um, all right, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's As we said last night, pretty much the only social media we stay on top of. We are at Gen Divide Podcast there. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at GenDividePodcast at gmail.com. Listen to us, Spotify, Apple, wherever we would love for you to leave a review, wherever you listen to us. Uh, but until the next one, which will be one of those ones we just teased, hope everybody has a wonderful time. Derek, thanks for joining us hey, tonight. Thanks again, guys. Grace? Send it off. See ya.